Hey there, and welcome back to the Peaceful Home Podcast. My name is Pam, and I am your host. And today, we're talking about this funny little thing called setting expectations for your kids. Now, we talk a lot about boundaries and communicating what you want from them, but at the end of the day, what I hear from moms over and over is, I want my kid to be okay. I want them to be successful. Well, what the hell does that even mean? We are diving into this idea of raising the bar and how to do so with love and compassion and expect some amazing behaviors out of your kids. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Peaceful Home Podcast. I'm your host, Pam Godboys, founder of the Align Moms Membership and Coaching Program, coffee lover, mama of a teenage daughter, therapist, life and parenting coach, teacher, and mentor of other badass moms who aren't afraid to lean in and get their hands dirty. I'm on a mission to redefine how you view yourself, how you view parenting, and most importantly, to help you rethink your destructive patterns, your past relationships, and your inner critic, all of which are standing in the way of your peaceful life. In this podcast, we believe that you are perfect as you are, and our focus is on helping you grow your view through shadow work, spirituality, emotional regulation, manifestation, grounding, exploring the mask and the femme, and so much more. We laugh and we cry, and we gain a better understanding of ourself through the lens of our kids. Welcome to Parenting Redefined. Welcome to the Peaceful Home Podcast. Okay, so spoiler alert, when you raise the bar, when you set higher expectations for your kids, they are more likely to reach those expectations. And this is kind of that same idea of what you create on the inside, you create on the outside. What your thoughts tell you becomes your reality. When you tell your kid that they're capable of anything, they will believe you. And this is a psychological phenomenon called the Pygmalion effect. And this basically demonstrates that when you have high expectations, that leads to improved performance. And there's this other effect on the other end called the Gollum effect, which is the exact opposite. So when you lower your expectations, when you have low expectations or think negatively or poorly of your child's capabilities, their performance declines. So can we raise expectations around behaviors? And I know that academic performance, we can say, hey, you're capable of these things. And sometimes as parents of maybe middle schoolers or early high schoolers, we push our kids academically into honors classes or to take on a bunch of things. And yes, raising the bar will help them be more successful in those things. It can also backfire. When it backfires is when the directive comes from you. Because yes, when we're talking adolescents, they want agency. They want to have some control over things. As a matter of fact, research tells us that kids thrive with routine and structure, but they do so because it helps them to feel safe, secure, and in control of their own lives, that they have some agency. But here's a really important aspect of this raised bar, raised expectations, is that there are no consequences for not rising to where you want them to be. The idea of raising the bar is just like with ourselves when we're setting goals, to raise the bar so it's a little bit uncomfortable, so it's a little bit of a stretch. You're not saying, I think you can do this right now with no other practice or no other skills. As a matter of fact, if you raise the bar and your child meets your expectation immediately, 
you haven't raised it high enough. And what's really important here is that when we're talking about raising this bar and allowing your child to thrive and be successful, I'm not talking about academically. I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about relationally. This is where kids start to set the foundation for the rest of their life, their relationship with you, with their siblings, with their classmates. The impact they make is by being a contributing member to a community, i.e. your family. And this is where raising expectations can be super helpful. So here are some areas in particular where you can raise expectations, and then we'll talk about what does that look like and how do you go about doing it. So one area that you could raise expectations is around sibling interactions. And you get to decide what that looks like, but maybe you say things like being compassionate and caring and supportive of each other. Maybe the expectation around sibling interactions is that they spend regular and consistent time together having fun. Maybe it's that they challenge each other, right? If you've got two kids that like to do physical things or like to do mental problem solving or are both really into art, then they can challenge each other, not through you, but they can challenge each other to basically be better. And then you get to celebrate all of the wins. You can also raise the bar in the child-parent interactions. And this includes from your end. So the really interesting thing about the Pygmalion effect is within romantic relationships or within any relationships. So any relationship where both parties are buying into this raised expectation is that the expectation raises on both sides. So if you're a parent saying, I want my child to be more respectful and I'm raising the expectation to how they interact with me, that means you need to raise the bar of how you interact with them as well. And the third is effort around schoolwork or chores. This is not about grades and it needs to be explored, which means you're going to look at what kind of effort they're putting in around cleaning up their rooms. You guys are going to decide together, honestly, when I'm doing this work with the smallest of children, I really like their input because kids have no limits around what they think they're capable of. It's us as adults that think, I don't know if they can do that. I'm not so sure about it. So when you ask a kid what they think they can get done in a period of time, they're going to tell you some crazy things. Like if you're, for instance, cleaning the house, they might say, I could clean the whole house, mop all the floors and clean all the walls and I'll be done in 20 minutes. And you're like, okay, I know that realistically that's not going to happen. But when you say that's not going to happen, what you've done is the Gollum effect. You've lowered your expectation. So instead, what you can do here is you go, great. So you think 20 minutes. Let's set a timer for 20 minutes and let's see how far we get in that 20 minutes. And then you set the timer and you go and you race against the time. And maybe if you're like a lot of us in this day and age, you have a um, some sort of uh, robot, some sort of AI that you can make a request to ask, set the timer with, ask how much time is left on the timer. We have um, Alexas throughout the house. And so in any room, you can ask how much time is left on timer and she will tell you. So that's a way to allow them to set the expectation. And then there's no consequence for not meeting the expectation. You go, wow, you were thinking the whole first floor, you were going to mop the floors and wash the walls or whatever they said. And 
in 20 minutes. And in 20 minutes, we got the living room done. Okay, let's see if in the next 20 minutes we can get the kitchen and the bathroom done, right? And so then you set another timer and you do it again and you see what happens. This is what raising expectations is all about. Because when you raise the expectations, what often happens is your kids will surprise you. From here, from this place, what you need to do is start catching them making the effort. Maybe it's finding success. Maybe it's like good job on finding that success. But what is more important here is catching them making the effort. So for instance, you might notice that they use kind words interacting with their sibling earlier that day. Or right now, maybe you catch them in the act and you are walking through as they're using kind words. And you might say, hey, nice job on those kind words. I really appreciate that. You're really raising the bar. You might also say, if it's later in the day, I noticed you use kind words with your brother earlier. Nice work on that, right? So you're rewarding the positive shift. You're rewarding the growth because the goal is growth, right? We all want to be growing. We want our kids to be growing. And this is one of the ways we do that is we raise the bar. We raise the expectations and then we let them surprise us. Another um, example of something that you might say when you're praising effort is, you know, you really spend a lot of time on that project for school. I'm really impressed by all the effort you put in. Or maybe you say, I heard you earlier when you were mad and you took a deep breath and you walked away. I really appreciate how much effort that took. I know how hard that can be. Good job. So you're just highlighting the things that they're doing well. Now, This might sound, you might listen to this and go, well, obviously, of course, all of that makes sense. Yes, it's all backed in science, but here's the real issue. As parents, we tend to not raise the bar because we're afraid that our children can't meet it. And then we're concerned about what that's going to do to them and how that's going to harm their ego and their whole lives going to crumble and fall apart as a result. Kids don't react that way to failure. We react that way to failure. Kids don't react negatively to something not working out, especially when you're not saying, if you don't hit this bar, then you don't get love. If you don't hit this bar, then you're a bad person. You're not good enough, right? You're just simply saying, this is what we're working towards. I talk about when I set goals, I always set goals bigger than I think I can achieve. And I often will say to myself and my 14-year-old, if my goal doesn't make me a little bit uncomfortable, I'm not reaching far enough. I'm not stretching far enough. And we have the conversation all the time about how sometimes we don't get there, but we have other lessons along the way. This is your job as a parent is to be teaching your kids these things. And in my experience doing this work with moms and with human beings for the last 25 years, the shit that gets in the way of our kids being successful is not their thoughts. It's ours. So when you raise the bar, when you let them surprise you in how they can show up, what they're capable of, right? Have you ever asked your young child, like your four-year-old to do something and you're like, there's no way they can do that. And then they pull it off and you're like, holy shit, how did that happen? That's what I'm talking about here. I'm also talking about like if you're asking them to make a positive change, if you're asking them to problem solve with their sibling or problem solve with the other parent in the household, Right. As moms, sometimes hear me on this one. Sometimes we run in rescue and fix. Right. Even when it's with the other parent. And what that often does is undermines the other parent's authority 
But it also says to your child, to your spouse, and to yourself that you have to do everything. We already have this story, right? We already have this story running around like, I have to do everything. And you want them to be successful. You want them to be happy. You don't want them to be hurt. These are qualities of a good mom, right? And I'm not saying, you know, let them flail, let them suffer. I'm saying help them to see that the goal is growth, that by raising the bar, that's how we move towards growth, and that when you raise the bar and when you expect them to do things even when it's hard, this is how your kid will build resilience. This is how they'll navigate things. And I have moms say to me inside the Aligned Moms membership all the time, well, I could let my kids work it out, but what if these negative, bad, awful, horrible things happen? And the thing that I say over and over and I will say to you is if your mind is going there, that is your story, not theirs. It's not your child that's worried about what your parents are going to think at the holidays, right? We just kind of made it through the holidays and maybe you've got some of this going on. Maybe you were solid going into um, Christmas and you were like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to encourage my kids. This is how I'm going to support them. I'm going to raise the bar. And somebody said to you, you're being unrealistic. You're being nuts. That's never going to happen. And so you kind of slid back into old beliefs and stories. Let this be the podcast episode that reminds you that they can do hard things, that you can do hard things. And when you raise the bar, everyone will improve their performance. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining me for this episode and happy new year. Take care. Oh, one more thing. It's the legal language. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes, and it is not intended as a substitute for advice from a physician, a professional coach, a therapist, or any other qualified medical or mental health professionals. Thanks, guys. One of the most effective things that you can do as a mom is you can learn to regulate your nervous system. Now, you might be thinking, Pam, how do I regulate my nervous system? Well, there's lots of different strategies, but one really great way to start to wire the brain for relaxation, for calm, for more peace, is to up your gratitude game. And that is exactly why I created a free email series just for you. The ultimate guide to a grateful life is 15 essential practices and prompts to cultivate a brain wired for gratitude, which will create for you a more abundant and a happier life and you. And all it takes is just a couple minutes a day. These are strategies that are proven to wire the brain towards rest and digest. And that is the side of the brain, the parasympathetic nervous system, that we want to be more active. This is where emotional regulation comes from. So grab your copy today by going to pamgodboys.com forward slash gratitude and start wiring your brain for a happier, healthier life.